Welcome back to Political Ramble. This is your host, Cyrus King. As we are recovering from an interesting night, it looks like Joe Biden, if you went to bed you last night, some people, I guess some people didn't. <laughs> I did. I'm a casual. If you went to bed last night, you uh, probably were of the opinion that Donald Trump was going to win, myself included. When you wake up this morning, it looks like, because before, right? Even before the night was over, they basically said it was between three states, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Whoever wins two out of three will win. Now, that's, that's, that's said with the, with the mindset that Nevada still holds for Biden, which is still closer than Democrats would like. And Arizona, which looks like it will hold for Biden, still holds for him, right? So if those two hold for him, then basically he needs two out of three. Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania. It looks like Wisconsin and Michigan are going to be in Biden's corner. So it looks like Biden is going to win. Um, I would still say right now he'll probably lose Pennsylvania, which I, I predict that he will lose. Uh, let me see. How should I explain this? Okay. Look at it from this point of view, right? Joe Biden, it's so interesting to see the media narrative because I see people trying to spin it. Because right now there's a push to wait for Georgia because the Atlanta area is, is still being recorded. And we know that's a heavy African-American, you know, population, heavily Democrat, heavy populated. So it almost feels like, and this is the, the part where I, I warned people on the left, the liberals, like the true progressive, really, really the true progressives of this is that Biden's probably going to win, right? He's probably going to get to 270. He probably going to lose Pennsylvania, but he's going to edge it out. He should have smoked Trump. He's not going to do it. Here's the problem that comes in with this now. He now it becomes now becomes something where you have to kind of spin how the polls were so the, the fact that the polls are so wrong. So now we have to have this push. Maybe he could win Georgia, right? And and let's say he does win. Like who knows? Maybe he does win Georgia, right? And and maybe he does win Pennsylvania. And maybe he goes up to maybe he has an electoral vote of a three like a count of a three hundred and four, right? They're going to use that to say, oh, the polls were were off, but not that off. And they're also going to use that to say, this is why progressives should not be the candidate because the country wants the Bidens, the more moderates. Do you understand that according to polls? Trump actually did better with the moderate Republicans this year than he did in 2016. I find that hilarious and crazy when you think about it. Because the Democrats are going to use this and say, oh, well, this means we're supposed to be more Republican-like. And I, and I tell people, this is not about if I think they should or not. This is more about if you're going to have two parties that represent two different ideologies that in a way as much as you hear people talk about capitalism socialism all this other garbage people debating the two-party system right almost work to balance each other out in theory of course they're both corrupt but i'm just saying in theory right so whenever one gets too powerful the average american just wants their lives to continue how it is so if in a sense we need both of them parties to be balanced i don't need republicans acting like democrats i don't need democrats acting like republicans I prefer independence. Honestly, I prefer a third party. But in a sense, because whenever you're acting, because here's the thing. Whenever you're acting like that, it's never real. And it's in a sense, it, it comes into, because the, the problem with, there's this a, this a practical centrism, where when you're a centrist, it's practical. 
right? Meaning, there's some things you could see one side has better than the other side. But then there's the corporate centrism where you want things to maintain, including the, the, the imbalances, including the flaws. And chances are, if you can get, if Donald Trump and Joe Biden are candidates, right, the system is very flawed. Let's be honest. And if you're a corporate centrist, in your mind, you want to hold that up, which means holding up the flaws, which means, in a sense, never really giving any reform of the system. So, Biden, if they could get Georgia and Pennsylvania and it goes up 304, trust me, they're going to say, oh, well, the polls weren't that off. And... You know, Biden is the standard of what should be a Democrat. Do you understand how embarrassing this is? Like, if you were a Democrat, you should be embarrassed. There was a a pandemic, all kind of civil, (laughs) I mean, riots, right? An economy affected by the pandemic. I'm not even going to even go into the, the critiques that people come to Trump on the left, you know, he's racist, the anti-immigrant policies. I just picked three things that almost no one would disagree with. I try, to, I try my best to go to facts, something that you can measure, right? If you have a guy named Bob and somebody says Bob's racist, unless he has policies that are racist, it's hard to measure that. And we could say the immigrant stuff, but at the end of the day, Donald Trump, I mean, I mean Barack Obama started a lot of that stuff that Trump is being blamed for, honestly. And... I also think I'm going to talk about Latinos in a separate podcast, but I, I definitely think in a sense, what it comes down to is this. Trump losing is not going to make him go anywhere. And Democrats think just because they probably won, that it's a big victory. Trump is not going anywhere. I don't think he's going to really run in 2024, honestly, but I think he's going to be a major power. And I think he's going to be able to stay the Republican Party. And I think Trump was like a virus that represented a lot of things that the system couldn't put out. People get into Trump, is he incompetent? Is, is he competent? Is he racist? The most important thing you should understand about Trump is he's, a, he's very good at marketing. He's very good at reading people. And he, look, look at his, I mean, I'm going to talk about more about this in a Latino video, but I mean, podcast. But look at how his rhetoric to even Hispanics was different in 2020 than it was in 2016. Guy's a genius when it comes to marketing, when it comes to understanding people. And he looks, he understands people. I mean, it could be negative. He, 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 he caters to the worst impulses we have as a society and he takes advantage of it. I mean, I don't, I mean, that's terrible in some ways if you're into morals. But when you're in a system that's crooked, I can't say that there's not people who do that. So when you're engaging someone like that, you have to kind of understand how they think. And I don't think Democrats do. I really don't. Like, Democrats are still... Like, I, like I literally heard Van Jones yesterday talking about how, you know, I guess you're talking about African-American community, how, you know, it's so terrible that it was, that it was so close because look at what Trump represents. You know, immigrant policies. Stop right there, Van. Stop right there, Van. Now, I wish a Latina would say this, but the numbers say this. Latinos in America care about immigration third or fourth. The economy is number one. They don't care about immigration as much as Democrats say. I'm going to mention that more in, in, in the Latino video. But I like it's almost like these guys are reading a script. Literally, right? So the second script. Oh, and I guess African Americans, it's terrible how Trump could say all this racist stuff and it's close. 
We get it, Van. But get this is why the Republicans win. The Republicans do better at winning general elections to me because they don't look at it and say what we think the people should be like. They just respond to what the people are like and then manipulate them from that position. Right? And in a sense, you could say Barack Obama did that himself. As much as people talk, look at when Barack Obama beat Hillary Clinton. Barack Obama won the smaller states, right, in the primaries. He didn't, win, he didn't even care about New York and, and, and California. I don't, know, I don't remember what happened with Texas. But he won the smaller states. Normally, Democratic primaries, they don't, really, they don't necessarily do that. He won the smaller, the Montanas and the Wyomings. That's where he beat Hillary. In order to do that, you almost have to kind of... He had a, almost like a Republican strategy where... The Democrats govern as a collective, right? So the Democrats, they want to govern as, because they're more globalist in nature, where America and, in a sense, all 50 states kind of had the same identity. Like, that's why they don't care about electoral, that's one reason why they don't care about electoral college. I mean, there's other reasons too, but that's one of them, right? I mean, there's other reasons too. Electoral college is biased towards land, it almost treats land as people. There's, there, like, this is complicated, but that's one thing. Right, where Republicans understand that each state is culturally different, literally, right? So even if Wyoming votes conservative and Alabama votes conservative, they're going to be very different. So you have to put, especially like let's say Utah, better example, Utah and Mississippi, they're both conservative, but you have to approach them differently. You don't see that as much in the House of Representatives. You know when when they, when you when you, when they're being elected or the Senate because the people who are representative of those states know that. But when you're in the general election, for whatever reason, they 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 tend to miss when it comes to that because Democrats are in Virginia, well, kind of Virginia. They're in New York. They're in L.A. They're in D.C. They're in the coastal hubs, and they're almost looking at these places from afar. Instead of having this when when Barack Obama won, you can tell he understood. That concept. And let's be honest, Barack Obama kind of understood, let's be, I mean, we could keep it real, he kind of understood the country's racist. Those times where Barack Obama was chastising black African-American males, telling them they had to be better dads. Literally. You can tell Barack kind of knew the electorate, and he positioned himself based on that. Whether it's right or wrong, I mean, obviously, it, the, the, the negative to that is you're not going to get anything done. It's more about his brand and helping people. And that's why, in a sense, his eight years set up Trump's eight years, potential eight years, definitely set up Trump's four years. But that's part of it. And until Democrats fix that, they're going to keep having problems. So Joe Biden wins. <laughs> they're going to laugh and they're going to do this and they're going to they're say, oh, yeah, we, especially if they somehow win Pennsylvania and Georgia. But, man, this should have been a, a 320, 350 blowout. This should have been an embarrassing defeat for Trump, and it's not. And unfortunately, I don't think the Dems are going to have any type of self-reflection when it comes to that. So Cyrus King for a political ramble. Till next time, peace.